0: for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live and let's change the way we treat each other. You see the old way wasn't working so it's was on us to do what we got to do to survive. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? This is Zack Ganska, founder of Vigor Revolution, bringing you the greatest science in health, strength, performance, physique, all of that shit to create Your greatest purpose. So, I am in a difficult process today. I am taking an objective look at myself. Can you imagine how that feels, right? I'm completing what's called a fact map and a gap map. So the first step is that I have to radically determine exactly where I am at. This comes from a training group called Wake Up Warrior, which I was a part of last year and I plan on being a part of in the future when the time is right. But the process is basically that I have to look at the results that I have created. I have to look at how I feel about those results. I have to look at why I've created those results and that is stories, patterns, behaviors. And then I have to start looking at what I need to do to create different results. Ones that I desire to experience that I have not been creating yet. So when we get objectively clear like this and we make it just black and white, yes and no facts, it doesn't give us the wiggle room to rationalize the choices that we make. Have I been overeating still? Yes. I still cope with life by overeating, even though I've seen in the past doing the work that the costs of that behavior far outweigh the benefits and overall is perpetuating a cycle that I'm stuck in. It drains me, I don't feel good, I'm not as engaged, I'm not as connected with my wife and my sons, I'm not as efficient accomplishing my creative and production tasks on a daily basis, I don't feel as good, I gain or maintain extra body fat that is not needed that I don't like the way it feels, on and on and on. So I'm looking at that behavior today. Once again, I'm looking at caffeine and I've been going on and off caffeine for the very same reasons. I'll be off for a while, maybe a week, maybe a little bit less. I'll have a difficult day ahead of me. I will have had a bad night of sleep and I have a lot of shit to do. You all know how this goes. So we revert back to the behavior because we tell ourselves a story that, well, I have to get through today and then fill in the blank. I have to get through these meetings. I have to get the kids to here and here and here. After I do that today though, starting tomorrow, watch out. So it's January 7th, the new year's officially upon us. I never consider the first week of the new year to be the actual new year. For one, it's not a complete week. For two, where everybody's got that new year's buzz, go on Facebook and social media. You know, everybody's making their resolutions, which is great but what you'll see over the next couple weeks is all that energy changing, falling back in the pattern now that people are back to work full time, back to the schedule full time, back to the challenges and the obstacles that lead us to want to have our escapes, our sedation, our distraction. So the way that we can think about this, here's my biggest struggle right now. When i watch watched my fact map and I have to answer my yes and no questions and my targets. The same behaviors, some of the same behaviors are still present. A behavior that has changed permanently for me is I've been sober for 16 months. That was a decision I had to make after being sober for two and a half years and choosing to end that when I was in Ireland a couple years ago. Then once again, trying to moderate my drinking, which did not go well, was not producing the outcomes. It was making me less powerful and healthy and it was detracting from my life overall. So having quit that, that is a behavior that has been quit. But there are still times where I will eat sugar or over-caffeinate, do the things that I know are not gonna make me feel good the next day, not gonna make me as happy and as productive, as joyful to be around for my family and my friends and my community. So when those decisions get made though, this is the biggest problem that people run into They swear to change their eating habits and they do for a few days or maybe a day. And then because they have not practiced enough and they have not been using the right kind of tools and the right process, that's when we slip and what happens after the slip determines ultimately the progress that we're going to make or not make one very important insight that I gained from the smart community, which is a community for changing behaviors that are problematic in a scientific way, free of ideology and dogma. That didn't sound right. Ideology. I was about to say ideologue and then I switched to ideology midway through, so that's why it came out all muffled. (laughs) Fortunately, it's while I'm taping a podcast. But looking at behavior as just behavior, any addiction can be looked at. If you don't want to call it an addiction, you can call it a habit an unhelpful habit, an unproductive habit, an unhealthy habit, behavior, whatever the word you need to use that makes it stick. We're trying to remove this shame and guilt around it, AKA shilt. By removing that, you can just start to look at the habit. It's not working for me. I'm going to change it. Here's how I'm going to change it. Inevitably, almost everybody will lapse. They will go back to the behavior. I swear off sugar, I'm super stressed and tired, the day's not over, I got four or five more hours, I go grab sugar and I eat it. Not a bag of sugar, I've never gotten to that level, just to be 100% clear, but I'm sure all of you are familiar with what I'm talking about. Something sweet will be around, my brain knows that it's a solution to the problem that I'm experiencing. I have these emotions, these sensations, I don't want these emotions and sensations, they're interfering with what I have to do. If I go do this behavior and I go eat that thing, then I have solved the problem. So of course I want to do it. It makes perfect sense, right? One of the smart tools is called a cost benefit analysis. And you start to look at the overall cost versus the overall benefits. Eating sugar for me, I have found has based on the last list I wrote out, I believe seven or eight benefits. The interesting thing is that all those benefits create costs. And the costs are far greater than the benefits. So the overall benefit might be an instant, well, not it might be, it definitely is an instant mood change, enhanced energy, feeling good, which immediate satisfaction, aka instant gratification, can often be misconstrued as happiness. Some people might even label that as happiness and joy and whatnot. I've done that. That's a belief that I've been working on and is almost gone so I have the sensations that I want I've solved the problem now the cost-benefit analysis and these other tools are making me aware that wait a minute I haven't solved the problem I'm creating the problem I'm creating the weight that I don't want on my body every time I do that I'm creating the crashes that I don't want I'm creating the drained exhausted tired sensations that I'm trying to escape from in the first place So using these tools is the answer for when we lapse. And there's a very big distinction, and this is what I was getting to with the smart concepts. There's a difference between a lapse and a relapse. A lapse is, I'm tired, I ate the sweet thing, damn. Well, now I'm gonna do a quick mindset reset, or whatever you wanna call it, a habit reset. I'm going to look at that and I'm going to move on. And all that matters is the very next decision that I make. The very next decision that I make, I'm back on track. Okay, I lapsed, but I learned from it. So it's part of my growing process. I have gotten better. I'm doing better because I course corrected that fast. Here's what doesn't help. And this is the relapse. Oh, I shouldn't have eaten the sweet thing. God damn it. Well, I blew it. I'll have to start over tomorrow. Yep, it's 2 p.m. So today's now a cheat day or today a free day or whatever the term you wanna use is. So I'm gonna go get the pizza. And you know, since I'm getting back on track, I'm gonna grab the ice cream tonight too. Cause I'm not gonna have that for another week or two until the next one. So I'm gonna grab some of that and I'm gonna get blah, 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 blah. Everyone's done this. Now I've relapsed. Now that one misstep I haven't grown from it. It has not been part of the change process. It's been part of the sedation process or the, the maladaptive behavior, the addiction, whatever, again, whatever you want to call it. Now it's a relapse and it is perpetuating that cycle. It's not perpetuating the cycle of change and growth. So that's what I got today. I'm gonna to finish my fact and gap maps. Then it's the fun part. I get to set the future map, AKA the impossible game the targets that are going to make me have to change as a man in order to create new outcomes that I desire more. I hope that makes sense. As always, send your questions and comments. I love to hear back from my readers and my listeners. I love to be able to answer questions that I know are pertinent from your life. You can follow me on Facebook, Zach Ganska, G-A-N-S-K-A, first name Z-A-C-H. I've been doing Facebook Lives. Lately I've been covering ketogenic diet topics because there's a lot of misperceptions out there about exactly what the ketogenic diet is, what it is not. So hope this is helpful. Love to connect with you and hear from you. Go make a great evening. Bye. people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive.